malandros piden paro, dice que quieren que cante. Jalando los aparatos, que mi Dios me acompañe. Que macizo retumbaban los fierrones en la sierra. Pura Barbie se miraban bailando a la mera verga. A las 3 de la mañana se me quita lo decente. Me dan ganas de encuerarte, soy el mentado de mente. Una piñata en la sierra. Yo, that shit was fucking hard as fuck, bro. <clears throat> this song goes insane, dude. It just got uploaded seven hours ago. Uh, Oscar Maidon and fucking Forza Regida, bro. They are popping off in this fucking song, bro. And uh, I just now listened to it like 20, like maybe 10 minutes ago. And uh, because I got on YouTube and I was going to look up the intro to the podcast and I was like you know what I already had I already had another song planned and I logged into YouTube to look for that song so I could play it and start the podcast you know start the new episode and uh this one came up and I was like oh look fuck they dropped a new song so I had to listen to it and as soon as I heard that song the whole thing I fucking said I have to make that the intro to this episode and uh, there it is, man. Uh, there's a verse that says in there, you know, this is why I picked it out. I already thought about picking it out as soon as the song started. And then they said this verse. They said, uh, I'll just translate it to English, I guess. Obviously, it's a Spanish song. But they said uh, at 3 a.m. is when my innocence leaves, you know, and they're just partying because it's 3 a.m. and they're fucking having fun. But uh, right now it's 2.19 a.m. as I'm recording this. And, uh, you know, I feel great. I feel like <clears throat> I feel invincible. You know, I feel like I'm on top of the world and it would it wouldn't benefit anybody if I were to lose, you know, uh, because I'm just on top of the goddamn world, man. It, I could lose it all tomorrow and I would still be on top of the world. That's how much I am on top of the world right now. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, man. So I decided to name the episode unexpected item in bagging area. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like I've been to Walmart so many times this fucking last week. I feel like this last week I've gone to Walmart. So like more times in the last week than I did in the whole last six months, you know, I've just been having to buy like random shit, you know, around the house and stuff for the cars and stuff like just groceries and stuff. Um, usually we don't go or a lot of the times my wife just goes because I like the lollygag and, uh, <laughs> we went, we had fun. I like going to Walmart every now and then, uh, because you have an interaction sometimes, you know, I used to say that I, I hated going to Walmart and I do, I do fucking hate going to Walmart, but something about it is like, man, there's such like, you could have a, a meaningless interaction and still have that like stamped in your brain, you know, just a dumb fucking annoying interaction. And at the end of the day, that's beautiful. You know, we kind of need these annoying interactions to occur so that we could 
we can kind of take a step back and be like, hey, man, I didn't like this. I'm going to try to either discipline myself to accept re- that this is reality or, um, you know, just get like try to work out my frustrations with these people, you know, like why are you like this or why why is it like this, you know? Um, yeah, there's like old people in the fucking aisles and they won't move out of the way. The other day I was at Walmart with my pregnant wife. Uh, I was pushing a buggy and my wife was behind me and this old lady just wouldn't move the fuck out of the way. And I wasn't going to stop. I wasn't going to fucking like let her by. I w- we were going to have to go at the same time. And she was like, well, they couldn't make these aisle shorter or shorter could they and I was like what I was like move your fucking ass lady I'm trying to get fucking by instead of fucking blaming your environment how about you move you fucking old hag and I was so fucking pissed man I wanted to grab her and shake her but I can't um yeah I didn't want to start this episode off with Walmart me just having a rant but it's true it's reality you know I don't really want to shake the woman but I do um, another interaction I had, uh, I had at Walmart and I was looking for some jumper cables because, uh, my wife got a new vehicle and I was looking for some jumper cables, you know, kind of getting her an emergency like kit in the back, you know, getting her mats and air fresheners and whatnot for the fucking car. So I was being a, you know, a husband, whatever a husband would do. And, uh, I was looking for jumper cables and this fucking, I don't know why the jumper cables are behind a glass shelf and I'm just staring at them. I'm like, dude, I can't get in this glass casing because you need a key. It's one of those stupid universal fucking, um, retail keys, you know, like any, anybody has those. Um, and this lady comes in extremely pissed off like around a corner this is a walmart employee by the way she comes and uh i was like hey and she was just looked at me and uh literally the the glass case right beside the jumper cables where i needed in she opened that up and got something out and i was like hey i was wondering if you could help me with this and she was like i don't work in this area and i was like bro i just need i was like will you please help me just open this glass case so that I can grab these jumper cables that are 40 bucks. Who the fuck is stealing those anyways, you know? <sighs> I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. Anyhow, I was like, hey, will you please just open this case door? And I knew she was having a bad day. And I just asked her, I was like, hey, please help. Like really nicely, I, I asked her, please open this glass case so that I can get these jumper cables. I know what I need. I don't want to ask any questions. I just need this opened up. And she was like, yeah, I got it. And then <laughs> as she fucking finished whatever she was doing in the case beside mine, um, she closed it and locked it and whatever. And then she goes to unlock mine, but her hands are full with everything she grabbed from the shelf. So she's like trying to uh, juggle everything. And I'm like, uh, I'm just like standing there looking at her. And then she gets upset and fucking throws everything. This really happened. I swear to God, this really happened. She throws everything on a shelf behind her, like fucking throws it like, you know how you would uh, throw like a big, heavy lead ball, like one of those metal balls. She threw it like that. 
She threw it like that at the shelf. And I'm just like, okay, loosen up. You know, like I was, uh, I, I got it closer to her and I was like, Hey, are you having a bad day? And she was like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. And, uh, I was like, Hey, I understand, you know, like I get it and I hope you have a better day. And she was like, you know, it, when I said that, uh, I noticed that she kind of got like a little bit more happier, you know, it was like one of those, uh, self-realization moments like, Hey, I am having a bad day and maybe I am acting like a fucking dickhead. And, uh, you know, it was one of those realizations. And then when I noticed that she had that realization, I was like, Hey, we all have bad days, you know, and I hope it gets better for you. And she got happier. And, and then I feel like she kind of felt a little embarrassed, you know, for acting like that. And, uh, yeah, anyhow, <laughs> that was weird, bro. I got the jumper cables and got out of there because I don't want to like be too much of a nice guy, you know? Um, but I could actually tell this lady was having like a really rough day. I could have trolled her and been like, I don't even know how I would troll this lady, man. It felt like she was on a, on a verge of suicide. Like she was about to kill herself, you know? Um, so I was like, man, whatever, dude, like, let's put the, uh, let's put this aside and what the fuck is going on? Why are you acting like that? Uh, especially at work. Like, come on, dude, just per like put on an act at least, you know? Uh, God damn. I actually wanted to start out with the Green Bay, man. Green Bay fucking sucks goddamn dick this year, bro. At least we beat the Bears, you know. I haven't really been keeping up with the season like that. Who's in and who's out ever since Aaron fucking left. Thank God he blew out his fucking ankle or whatever the fuck he blew out. Achilles. Um, yeah, dude. He's fucked. I don't think he's coming back. I think he needs to retire. Uh, Jordan Love is fucking dog shit with the Green Bay Packers. I don't know if they should let him go or maybe let him play. I don't know, dude, but he looks like Bambi out there on the fucking field, and it's ridiculous. Uh, I didn't. I haven't really been keeping up with football this much, uh, this season that much, um, mainly because, you know, Aaron jo Aaron fucking almost said Aaron Jordan. Aaron Rodgers is not with the Green Bay Packers anymore, and that kind of makes me sad, you know, because I know it's the end of an era, and it's going to suck for a while. So I'm like, oh, I'm not even ready to ride this out, bro. But I am because Green Bay is my team. And I got to tell you, uh, Jordan Love looks like a fucking infant out there. My God, dude. Like, he sat un under Aaron Rodgers last year what was he fucking doing bro he should be way better than this and he is not so kind of a disappointment there with Green Bay and I really don't want to talk that much about him but fucking Christ man they Jordan Love sat think about that Jordan Love sat behind Aaron Rodgers last year and didn't get any fucking better so I don't know man he doesn't look good uh, somebody told me Justin, uh, Justin fucking fields is better than Jordan love. I don't know if that's true. We beat the bears, but at the same time, Jordan love looks like Bambi out there. You know, he's just fucking falling and tripping over his own goddamn feet. Really not a good, good look there, Jordan love. And I told him at the beginning of the season, I said, if Jordan love fucked the season up, I mean, I'm not even going to say it, but I am going to take his fucking kneecaps off. 
I'm going to fucking take his goddamn kneecaps and sell them in Wuhan, China. I'm not even fucking playing, man. This is a fucking threat. All right. This is a goddamn threat. I got a lot of money riding on this fucking season, man. All right. I fucking put my goddamn house down. I put my car on the line. My baby, dude, my baby's not even here yet. And I put my baby on the line. Come on, dude. Jordan Love, if you're listening, I'm going to take your fucking kneecaps, buddy. You better start winning. Um, I'm eating some Ritz crackers and they're the cheese ones. So if you hear me crunching on them, mind your goddamn business. That's so goddamn funny. Mm. Let's see. What else did I? Mm-hmm. Damn, this bitch is fucking dry as a motherfucker, bro. These rich crackers don't play, bro. Motherfuckers dry. Luckily, I got it myself a drink. I think I've announced these before. Rambler, uh, Texas limestone filtered uh, sparkling water. I got the lemon lime. It actually tastes incredible. Uh, this tastes like actually, you know, people really dog on sparkling water, but this is a great alternative for a soda or maybe juice. Like a lot of people drink those Powerades and Gatorades and armor and maybe an energy drink and stuff like that. Well, this right here is sparkling water. So it's way better than all that bullshit. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy real water. I've been putting liquid IV in my water every now and then. And I actually feel, I don't know if it's placebo. I don't know, man, but I do feel like I'm more hydrated and, uh, I don't know. It's weird. You know, it's really weird. But at the same time, I've been drinking these, uh, Texas limestone filtered rambler, lemon lime, sparkling water. And these motherfuckers right here, God damn, these motherfuckers right here are cooler than your goddamn uncle back in the eighties. I mean, the taste itself tastes like a Sprite that's been sitting out in the sun and then put back in the fridge uh, with the bottle cap open. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Um, They taste good. They're good. I highly recommend them. You know, it's an acquired taste. At the beginning, I didn't really like sparkling water, but it it, it kind of became an, an addiction, you would say. Um, Like I said, we were just at Walmart, and I... I, oh, I, damn, dude, I'm tripping over my own fucking voice here, man. Can I get it together? Like, actually, breathe and get it together. I was at Walmart and fucking saw these, and I was like, hey, I haven't had the lemon-lime ones yet, but, you know, here I am drinking them. They're really good, man. Try them out, and uh, I wouldn't recommend something I actually don't do, you know, like, uh, I don't know, gay sex, you know? Don't do gay sex. Anyhow, I was talking about, dude, talking about gay sex. I was talking about uh, how we're leaving a, magi- a massive, especially myself, you know, I'm leaving a massive digital footprint. And it's scary how, it's scary how, like, our digital footprint is more, like, it could be used for, evidence in in a court case, you know, it could be used against you in the court of law. And it's really scary because, you know, I could get in trouble down the line 
and they could pull up an audio clip of me saying something insane. And I'm, dude, I don't fucking know, man. I, I don't know if I meant that or not. I don't fuck. I, I don't know. You know, if it's like, if it's me saying kill Jews or something like that, you know, obviously I don't mean it. But it's just, it's just insane, man. Like, we're leaving our digital footprint out there. And uh, it's insane. You know, we take pictures of everything now and our location. We put our location everywhere. It's just weird, dude. You can't get away with murder nowadays. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've, you know, I've thought about it and I really haven't said anything because I was a little scared of what people might think. But I've, I've thought about how fucking hard it is to actually get away with murder. I mean, you would, the only way that you could get away with murder is if you hired a hitman, a professional hitman. And you, and that's barely, you know, I mean, to pay for the hitman, you would have to wire, you know, funds around. You would have to hide your funding for this. Somehow you would have to hide it. And that itself is hard, you know, the, the way that our financial systems are put up. I mean, everything is, everything is traced now. It's impossible. But I think that that'd be the best way to go, you know, is hire a hitman because they're going to do it clean. They're going to do it quick. And it's there's no there's no uh, what's it? What are the there is no M.O., you know. And uh, it's just an assassination basically to them, you know, <laughs> they're just going to do their job. Um, That'd probably be the only way that you could kill somebody nowadays and maybe get away with it, you know. I mean, there's fucking ring cameras everywhere, dude. Like, if you kill somebody in a neighborhood and you run away on foot, there's ring cameras picking you up now. I mean, I saw this ring camera the other day of this uh, FedEx. God damn, I hate FedEx, by the way. How much do I hate FedEx, dude? I want to fucking start, you know, I want to, you know, the one of the episodes I talked about how much I hate Chipotle, a company has surpassed that. A company named FedEx because they are absolutely dog dick shit. FedEx is the fucking worst, man. I will never, ever use FedEx ever again. Um, They lost my Wayfair order, man. Like, God damn it, you know? Uh, No, but on a serious note, fuck, fuck FedEx, man. And I was watching this ring camera. And, uh, this FedEx dude just threw the fucking box over the fence, you know, it was like, I don't, something expensive probably. And, uh, it was just like a compilation of male people just throwing shit. And, uh, I was like, man, those people really don't give a fuck, huh? Like the male dudes really don't give a shit. Cause everybody's buying shit online. You know, I was, I bought some car parts. They didn't get here on time. They actually got here really fucking late and it was FedEx. And I fucking hate them. I hate FedEx, dude. I hate when packages are late. And it's kind of a, it's a modern day tragedy, you know, because your package is late and you, you can see it on your phone that it's on its way and then it doesn't get there. And and if it, it lies to you sometimes, you know, it's going to, it's like, it's going to be there by the end of the day. And you're like, okay, so you're waiting on it. You're waiting on this package to come. And it's then it never comes, you know. It's, there's like a delay or something. And, uh, man, I really hate when that shit happens, you know. It's it's a real tragedy. 
it's a uh, modern day cancer you know it's it's really a it's really the something that needs to be fixed in this country you know we, we talk about infrastructure we talk about uh immigration we talk about war we talk about inflation you know financial decisions our debt uh the security and and everything with our country you know like how much money we're giving away but we never think about our mailing service you know like the united states postal service no one ever no one ever says hey they're underfunded over there they really need some money to get people to to care to do their fucking job you know and get this shit on time um because if i don't have my package i can't do what i gotta do you know i gotta fucking i gotta take a damn day off to fucking get my package you know i gotta fucking call in I got to put in some, uh, you know, call in for a day, take a fucking fucking personal day or whatever, call in sick or whatever, you know, just to get a goddamn package delivered. But whatever, man, fuck, fuck FedEx. And uh, I'm waging a goddamn war against them. That's what I'm doing. I'm their fucking antichrist. Um, anyhow, I don't know what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about box tops too. You know how back in the day, I don't know. I mean, if you're in your twenties, I'm pretty sure you remember this, but back in the day when we were collecting box tops and we would just like cut them out and then get them delivered, put them in a little Ziploc bag and deliver them to school. And whoever had the most box tops would get like, uh, would get a, uh, like a pizza party or whatever, you know? I always wondered what they did with those box tops. Like, did they really turn them into the box tops factory or like company or whatever? Did they just like throw them in the trash? You know, they were like, oh, we're putting this on a school card. Fuck them. You know, is box tops paying for this pizza? I always wondered that when I was eating the pizza when I was a little kid. I was like, hey, did we like, did the school pay for this or like, did my work actually pay for it? You know? And, uh, I never really found the answer, you know? Oh, talking about school, man. I fucking saw my old fucking sixth grade teacher, Miss Johnson, in Walmart. <laughs> and I remember how much of a bitch cunt she was. Like, she was a fucking racist. And that's okay, man. Like, I'm not mad at her. I saw her and I was like, hey, Miss Johnson. Uh, I forgot what the fuck I said. Oh, I said, how are you? while smiling real big and she didn't know who the she just like looked at me and was like who the fuck is this um but yeah i was like you know smiling and she when she looked at me she smiled and she was like hey how are you or whatever and just kept on walking didn't even stop i didn't even break a fucking stride but uh yeah dude that's another crazy interaction that I, see that's what i'm talking about you go to walmart and you see these people and sometimes you see that one person, you're like, hey, that's my sixth grade teacher, Ms. Johnson. I remember her vividly saying that uh, Mexicans were low class people. And I was like, damn, dude. And everyone just looking at me, you know, like, <laughs> is this, a, this is not a judge of character for me. This is a judge of character for her. And it was just, you know, thank God those kids knew that that teacher was fucking loopy. Ms. Johnson was insane, bro. And she's still kicking. She looks like uh, if Bruce Jenner 
went back, you know, if Caitlyn Jenner, sorry, goddamn, I'm sorry. If Caitlyn Jenner went back, you know, like Caitlyn got tired of being a woman and was like, you know what? I want to be Bruce again. <laughs> That's what fucking Ms. Johnson looks like. Um, yeah, I was thinking about how I wish gay dudes would stop talking with that gay little voice, you know, like sometimes I used to, I used to work with this gay guy and he would like talk in a gay voice, you know? And I was like, Hey dude, like loosen up, man. It's just us, you know, <laughs> like, come on, bro. Seriously, man, loosen up. Can you look, can you like lose the, the queer voice, man? You know, they do it in Hollywood movies. They do it. Every time you watch a movie and there's a gay dude in it, he has that gay little voice, you know? Is that how gay people are portrayed? Or can gay people just talk normally, you know? Or how does a gay person talk? You know, because I'm sure there's cool gay people that fucking... I'm sure all gays are cool, you know? I'm not saying gays are not cool. You know, I'm just saying, like... I'm sure there's some gays that are like, oh, I'm not talking like a faggot. You know, I'm not going to talk like that. I'm not going to talk like I take it in the ass. I'm going to talk it normally. But be gay, you know, like be cool. Stop talking like that. You know, it's kind of weird, man. Uh, I mean, it's portrayed in Hollywood movies like that. You see it all the time. Like, is this how gay dudes talk? And then maybe gay dudes listen to that. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's just how I'm going to talk, you know. I don't even know how gay dudes talk, honestly. Maybe, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm just not going to do it. Um, It says in bold letters on my notes, do gay voice. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm insane, bro. I'll write some of this shit and I'll reread it and I'm like, yeah, that is not okay. And it, I just say some, I still say some loopy shit, you know, because this is my fucking podcast and I can say what the fuck I want and I like it you know one day I'm gonna get taken down I don't know if the music the intro music is gonna you know I don't I got I don't even know man because so, uh, I've heard a lot of people say that they use like unlicensed music you know or licensed music that's already been licensed out and you can use for free but I, that music fucking sucks, dude. That music is ass dick. So I just go to YouTube and like find the music that I listen to and fucking play it, you know. And I don't know if I'm going to get flagged for that. I haven't gotten flagged yet. But I just wonder if one day, you know, like. Maybe one day I get like a thousand listeners per week, you know. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And they just like start monitor, Like they monitor my shit. And then they're like, oh, he's been using fucking music intros and now I have to pay these fucking license and like license fees. I think about shit like that, you know, and I don't even know where I was going with this to be honest. Oh yeah. Um, this is my podcast and I could say whatever the fuck I want and do whatever the fuck I want. And I'm not paying those fucking fees. They can come suck my cock at my house. Uh, not that they would ever, you know, come to my house, but if they did, they could, uh, I was thinking about neighborhood dress code, you know, like what if we had a neighborhood dress code and I, I was thinking about how fucking dope that would be actually if I was in the neighborhood 
and just had a dress code. Like if you weren't at work, you know, you had to dress for the day or whatever. And I was thinking about how much this would actually impact society. And actually I was thinking about when you go out to, um, let's say you're on your day off, you know, and you go out, you know, when you're out and about and you see people, you know, and they're, they're actually in a dress code. Everybody is in a dress code for something, you know, some people might be in, in a dress code for church, court, jail, you know, if you think about it. But uh, what about the people that aren't doing anything, you know, like they're not working? Wouldn't it be dope if we also had a neighborhood dress code? Like maybe these, maybe I'm just fucking stoned out of my mind, but I think it'd be dope if we had neighborhood dress code and we couldn't like judge each other based on the clothes that we had because we all had to wear like, I don't even know if a jumpsuit would be okay. Like something, it'd have to be something comfortable, but at the same time, durable and not so ugly. You know, it would have to have some sense of fashion. I would say maybe jeans is kind of dress code for everybody, you know, maybe like jeans and a t-shirt or maybe jeans and a sweater or jeans and uh, a collared shirt. Like it'd have to have a, it'd have to be plain, like a plain color and it would have your name on it or something, you know, like my name's Eric. And now you, and like, now you would know who you're talking to or the names of people, you know, um, have like a little name tag or whatever. And it'd be federal funded clothing. I actually want to pitch this to the government, federal funding clothing and the police, you know, they could quickly identify you. You'd have a name tag and it'd be your official federal funded clothing for your day off. And, uh, yeah, man, Uh, I think that'd be pretty dope, but you know, a lot of people could just say, oh, I'm going to a wedding or I'm going to, uh, I'm going to work, you know, and just dress however the fuck they want. But I don't know, man. I just, that's a stupid fucking idea. Really goddamn dumb. I feel like I started this episode really strong and I'm really dying here. (laughs) Uh, It's fucking Hispanic Heritage Month, and, you know, I feel good. I feel special about my heritage, man. Um, I'm really happy about especially, like, Mexican art right now. It's it's beautiful. It's amazing. There's a lot of amazing Mexican artists right now. And uh, one of my favorites, man, like, Ralph Barbosa is amazing. He's fucking huge, and I'm proud of him. Um, he doesn't know who the fuck I am, but I know who Ralph is, dude. When me and David went to fucking hyenas in Dallas, we, uh, I went to go do open mic once and fucking I went up and then Ralph Barbosa went up after me, you know? And I I was like, Hey, that's fucking Ralph. And at the time that mother, I was following him on Instagram. He had like 3000 followers. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. But compared to what that motherfucker has now, that dude has like over half a million followers and he's going to have a Netflix special soon. You know, and that dude is, uh, that dude's amazing. He's talented. I'm happy for the guy. There's a amazing Mexican artist out there, man. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Uh, this is kind of a brag for Hispanics, you know, I feel like 
I feel like for the longest time we've been known as the people to just go do it, you know, but at the same time, when the fuck are we going to step up and be a goddamn boss? You know, like that's what I feel like, man. I feel like fuck all this bullshit, bro. Like I want to be a boss too. You know, I don't want to fucking sit around and be the goddamn worker. Like, yeah, you have to fucking work. Like you got to know how to work, but I'm not saying like work always be a pawn, you know, like, and there's no shame in that, man. There's no fucking shame in that. Cause those are the people that built this motherfucker, bro, from the ground up. But some things have to change, you know, some things have to change, bro. Cause we can't always be the workers, bro. We got to move the fuck up. And, uh, you know, I don't know if white people might feel like that, you know, like, why well, God, those specs are fucking moving up, man. We got to do something about it. Yeah. We got to get together and we got to fucking do something, man. We can't be fucking letting these fucking Mexicans at work is, you know, I don't know if white people fucking feel like that. And if they do, that's fine, man. Like you should have a sense of pride of who you are. If you're black, if you're Puerto Rican, if you're Cuban, if you're from who, wherever you might be, man, like be proud in your heritage. And I think that's more important than having, you know, like Hispanic heritage month. And when you talk about Hispanics, I'm not talking about just Mexicans do like anybody Southern of Mexico is basically Hispanic. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of them, dude, and I'm happy. I'm happy for just different heritages, you know, like there's a lot of people, um, who I feel like are moving up and I'm happy for that, man. I feel like this is what we're meant to do. You know, we're meant to level up in this world. Everybody is. And it doesn't matter where you come from. Just fucking have some sense of pride in yourself and, and pride of your surroundings and your heritage and try to try to see the best in things, you know, um, because that's really hard, especially, especially f- like if you know, you've been, in a bad situation before, if you're, if you, if you, if you're not the winner, you know, if you're not the winner, you got to have some sense of fucking pride and heritage, man. You got to have some fucking, it's something, man. It's something that runs in your blood and it's more than tradition. It's more than just having a culture, man. It's like having a fire inside of you that projects you forward you know and that is I think that's important man just being alive and being happy it, it's more than heritage actually you know it's more of a more of a opportunity you know it's an opportunity to do better and uh that's pretty much it with that, you know, <laughs> fucking spick. Um, yeah, I remember this one time this fucking kid was calling me a beaner and I didn't know what the fuck a beaner was, bro. I thought he was calling me a banner, you know, like, uh, like a flag banner or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, why is he calling me a fucking beaner, bro? I don't even know what a beaner is. Like, that's the first time I heard a goddamn racial slur and I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know it was a racial slur, bro. I just thought he was just like whatever. And I was like, all right, dude, (laughs) I didn't know, man. I didn't know what a beaner was. I didn't know it was a racial slur. I was just like, Oh, he could have been calling me like a tree or whatever. You know, he could have been calling me like a desk or a a blackboard or dry erase marker. He could have been calling me anything. 
that's how much I didn't know. And I wasn't even upset. I was like, whatever. And then I found out later on that he was calling me a racial slur. I was like, oh, that's what it means. You know, I had to learn from the white people what racial slurs meant because I didn't know. Like my parents were like, these are racial slurs and you should be offended. I wasn't offended because I didn't know, you know, and, uh, I'm not, I still don't take offense to them. Like, yeah, I'm a fucking wetback. Yeah. I'm a spick. I don't give a fuck, dude. This is who I am. You know, if I'm a wetback, fuck it, dude. I'm going to take, I'm going to take that motherfucker and run with it. That shit's the best. And, uh, I'm proud of it, bro. That's dope. White people are the ones uh, that taught me every racial slur I know. <laughs> and that should tell you something, bro. Mm. Mm. Actually, South Park taught me. Well, what? Yeah, I guess you could say white people. Mm hmm. I love the whites. They're good people, man. I know a lot of good white people. I'd say I know more white, more good white people than I know blacks. No, man, I, I do know a, good, a lot, a whole lot of good white and black people. I know a whole lot of good people. I also know a couple bad people. I don't really like to hang around bad people, you know. Um, Michael. Oh, dude, I wanted to talk about this before I got off. And then I'm going to get off because it's 3 a.m. Oh, Jesus Christ. I wrote some stuff on my phone, too. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about that I'm happy for Michael McDaniel, you know, running it up against the Broncos. And I'm talking about football here for the fucking people that don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm talking about NFL football. The Miami Dolphins ran it up against the fucking Broncos 70 to fucking 20. God damn. You know, like what the fuck, man? I'm actually happy for the Dolphins. That's basically all I'm going to say. I'm really happy for them. And uh, that's, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. What else did I write down? I wrote more about the digital footprint, you know. Um, I guess I'll say this. I don't I don't really have any recollection of either of my grandpas. I think I only met no I actually met I don't honestly know. I think I only met one in Mexico when I was a young little baby. And I hardly hardly remember. There's like faint pictures, you know, in my head <clears throat> about this uh moment. But I don't even remember what he sounds like, you know, and years and years and years and generations down the line. Somebody can go back and listen to this and be like, hey, that's how Grandpa Eric used to sound like. Like, what the fuck? You know, that's weird, dude. Now that I think about it and I'm kind of happy, you know, I'm happy I'm doing this because one day I am not going to be here and this shit is still going to be here, you know? So, hey, whoever is listening to this in 40 years, man, it's been, it's fucking crazy, bro. It's fucking insane. And it's probably going to be more insane in the future. You know, it's going to be, <clears throat> I don't even know if there will be a future, but if there is, sorry, I'm trying to, I had a rich cracker. And my fucking throat was like season up on me, bro. Gosh. Anyhow. Yeah. It's probably going to be insane in the future. Um, 
I was wanting to do research on the average annual percentage rate for, uh, I'm sure it would have to, I just wanted to know like the average annual percentage rate, uh, for cars, for loans in, in this country. Cause I don't even know what it is. You know, like a lot of people don't talk about credit and a lot of people don't talk about, um, like their finances. I think, I think talking about your finances to maybe your close friends and maybe your family members a little bit is kind of important and healthy. Um, and not everybody should know what, what you got going on. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not saying come up and tell me how much you made last year. That's weird. I'm just like saying like, no one talks about credit, bro. And I feel like a lot of people's credit gets fucked up because they don't know what they're doing. Like a lot of people aren't, uh, and I just uh, up until recently, like financial literacy is not really, I don't know. It really wasn't taught to me, you know? And it's something that I'm having to pick up now. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like this shit actually matters like a lot. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. But I mean, I, I guess I knew it. Like it's obvious. I'm not a fucking idiot. I am an idiot, but that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, people don't tell you. It's like, hey, man, uh, don't fuck your credit, bro, because it's going to hurt you in the long run, like, really bad. Like, I know you don't care now, but in five years, you're going to care, you know? In, in seven years, you're going to care. So I've made bad, terrible financial decisions that I'm having to pay for now, and that's fine. But remember, if you're riding high on a bet, you got to keep going. You, you're a fucking God, man. You got to keep this shit going, bro. You got to, you got to go, dude. If you don't, if you don't bet big, you won't win big. You know, the higher the risk, the higher the reward. And right now it looks like you're up, man. You know, I'm on top of the world, bro. I just, if I'm winning, I got to keep going, you know, and I'm going to keep betting. And, uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. I have every, like, yeah. Okay, I sold my life insurance, whatever, you know? I'm not even that mad. And yeah, I owe some people some money, so what? Yeah, whatever, you know? Some dangerous people. I need help. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you, man. I don't want anybody to think that I'm, the mob's after me. Like, that's not even... I, I would never, ever do that. Um, Yes, I would. I need help. I need help. I need help. Um, all right. So I wrote this down. I don't know why. I don't even remember typing this out. I said, we are casting stones at each other when we should be building stones, collecting stones. Hmm. That's pretty fucking gay. Anyhow, I'll end it with this. Uh, and I don't know why I'm so fucking proud of, you know, being Hispanic and being Mexican American. And maybe I don't know if I wasn't, if I would care much about this. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. Like, if you ask me about Ukraine, I'm like, whatever, dude, we got to get the fuck out of there. Like, we got to fucking, I'm just not against, I'm not like for war. I know sometimes you need it, but realistically, man, we're too far advanced into the future to even have war. Like we, we can wipe each other off the map. What we should be doing is trying to fucking collect 
resources, you know, and, and get together and find out what we're doing, like why, like let's move forward. Okay. But I know there's bad shit and that's unrealistic and that's not going to happen. That's just what I think we should do, but we're not. Um, yeah, dude, like Dan Crenshaw, he's a fucking congressman, a one-eyed piece of shit congressman who thinks he's fucking bigger than God. And this guy just wants to go into Mexico to take over the cartels when it's not that easy. And I'll tell you why it's not that easy. It's not that easy because they are being funded by the CIA. And it is a- it is actual, factual information that there has been sitting presidents who have been paid off by the CIA and not only been paid off, but some of them were even in the CIA, you know? Some of these uh, Mexican politicians are coming straight from fucking Harvard. And it's up until now that this is being found out and Mexico has been controlled for the longest time, kind of kept down by the United States government. And that's for a reason. You know, we like to pretend that America doesn't have their bit big fat arthritis, diabetes, riddled thumb on the goddamn world, but they do. And it's true. And I live here and I love it. And I love the United States, but they can't be, they can't have their fucking thumb on people, man. They just can't. And it's probably not very savory to say this, but the United States government is a massive fucking bully. Massive. Are we the greatest country? I'd like to think so. I like to say that the United States is the greatest country on earth. But being Mexican-American, I would love to see Mexico win. I would love to see it, man. And Dan Crenshaw wants to go in there and he wants to take out the cartel. Bro, we went to fucking Afghanistan and got our goddamn asses handed to us for 20 fucking years. And we didn't fucking win nothing, dude. We didn't, we couldn't fucking do shit. You know, same thing with Vietnam, bro. And those motherfuckers had no training. <laughs> there was just a bunch of kids mowing us down, bro. And yeah, we killed a lot of people, but at the end of the day, what the fuck for? You know, what the fuck did we do it for? And now Dan Crenshaw was to go in there because he thinks he's a Billy badass. He lost his fucking eye, by the way, in a war, I think. I don't fucking know. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure he lost it uh, overseas or whatever. And that should kind of just be like, you should learn your lesson by then, you know? You should learn your lesson to keep your fucking ass in the United States of America. Try to make our country a little better. We can't even fix our fucking country. This guy wants to go into an, a foreign country and try to take over one of the largest cartels of all time. You know, I don't not necessarily agree with this cartel situation. Yeah, it's horrible, but you know what? It, it, you know what's more horrible? The lack of education with drugs, man. Like, people should know what the fuck is going on, bro. And it's not. People don't. It's like financial discussions, man. People are not having these discussions out loud. And you should be educated on your drugs, you know? Like, you should be educated on what the fuck you're putting in your body. And I don't know what this guy wants to do, man. Dan Crenshaw, I think 
I think he's a fucking hypocrite. I honestly do. And uh, I think he's bluffing too. I mean, the United States, if the United States end up, ends up going into Mexico, it's not for fucking drugs, man. They're probably going in there for lithium or going in there for some other bullshit. But who give, who, who fucking knows, man? I'm just a goddamn dude with a goddamn microphone in my spare bedroom in my duplex. You know, like I'm just some fucking dude shouting into a microphone at 3 a.m., 3.05 a.m. And uh, I could talk about, I could talk about this for fucking hours, man. Like people would be like, yeah, man, the cartel, they're the ones bringing the drugs into the country. Yeah, dude. And so is the pharmaceutical companies, you fucking moron. Like pharmaceuticals, we're getting jacked up on this fucking shit. And yeah, dude, like there's obviously street drugs and you're going to buy them because people are addicted. People are addicted to this shit, man. They're going to buy them. They're going to get high. And yeah, people are going to die. That's just the way life fucking goes, man. And I'm not saying keep the fucking cartels going. If we fucking educate the public and we show them, which honestly, we're just, we're doing a great, we're actually educating them by letting it happen. And I think that's probably the best way to educate people, you know, is just by witnessing and maybe 20, 30 years down the line, you know, we can be like, you know, maybe snorting this fucking cocaine is not the best idea because it could be laced. And there's probably argument for regulating drugs and decriminalizing drugs. But at the end of the day, man, people are going to do what the fuck they want to do. And we got to build this country up. The United States of America, if you don't want to fall behind, you we got to build it. We got to build up, dude. We got to build up, you know, like even if you are, you could be anybody in this fucking country. You could be in the United States of America. This applies to you. You are living in this fucking country. You want this country to do better because you are living in it. You reap the benefits of this country and that is huge you know that's huge you want your surroundings to be successful and if not it's not going to be good and right now it's not looking good it's not looking good at all um our government is fucking i feel like it's uh it's a laughing stock and this is why i think mexico is actually going to be bigger you know maybe not militarized um, but as far as like economic status and, you know, manufacturing and, and bringing actual jobs to Mexico, you know, <clears throat> I think, I think, you know, we have, I know um, I say we, I think Mexico has surpassed the United States in that already. And, uh, there's just a lot of art there's a lot of good people in Mexico, man. Is there bad shit going on? Absolutely. There's bad shit going on in New York right now. It's 3 a.m. right here. It's probably 5 a.m. over there. Somebody's getting shot down right now on the streets of Chicago. Right now. You know, there's bad shit everywhere, man. Everywhere you go, there's bad shit. You just got to make your surroundings uh, a little better. All right, man. I'm going to go to sleep. And uh, I'm so glad I got to talk to you guys for an hour, dude. <clears throat> I'm really fucking sleepy. All right, I'm going to get off of here. Everybody have a great night and uh, 
if you're listening to this still. I love you. Have a good night, buddy. Bye.